Welcome to Confessions of a Wife, Mom, and Realtor, the raw podcast all about the messy, true lives of working moms in real estate. In this podcast, we talk about the hilarious mishaps and successes that are pretty much guaranteed when it comes to selling real estate while managing a family. I'm your host, Nicole Ward, the boots on the ground toddler mom who swears like a sailor and fails extravagantly, all while running my own real estate business. So grab a juice box and that basket of clean laundry that still needs folded because we're going to jump right in. Hey guys, it's Nicole again. I've got Liz Adair Torres with us today. How are you, Liz? Good. Good morning to you. Good morning. I'm so excited you wanted to be on the show. Yeah, thank you so much for inviting me. We are totally in mom mode today. So I was five minutes late to our podcast recording and I feel like in the real estate world, if you aren't late, then you're not practicing real estate. <laughs> Am I, unless you're on time for everything, are you? I try to be on time or at least a few minutes early. I mean, I, in my mind, I can't be late. I mean, that's just the way I am, but I, I have a long history in management, um, which we'll probably talk about too, but, um, I, I just can't be late because I always have to be that good role model for myself. Well, kudos to you because I am not that organized. <laughs> so, um, so tell us um, a little bit about your background and what you were doing before you got your license and how long you've been licensed. So I've been licensed for just over one year. Uh, prior to that, I was a call center supervisor for 16 years in inbound sales. So people would call in, they would talk with agents, and I was the agent supervisor. So I coached them on how to be professional on the phones, how to do a sales pitch, how to handle hesitations, and how to sell. And if people were angry enough and wanted to talk to a supervisor, they got to talk to me. Wow. Okay. So you came into the real estate industry with really good like cold calling skills. Yes. That is fantastic because that is a true skill. And there are not many in this industry that have that as a skill. That's awesome. So when did you get your license? I got my license in June of 2021. So very recently. And yes. how has your real estate business gone over the last year and couple months? It's been amazing. I jumped in feet first with it. I left my job in the call center um, to be able to spend more time with my family. And um, so I really had to jump in and go hard. So I ended up closing 18 sales in my first year with $2.6 million worth of sold volume. Okay. Okay. Um, That's really wait a bit. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm told, but I'm, I'm not sure, you know, because I am so new and people say the market is, is different, but this is all I've known. So I really just jumped in and started running as best I could. Okay. I mean, 2.6 million in your first year in real estate, I would say it's very uncommon, not average. There are agents who have been doing it three years and are just now getting to that point. So I honestly, I, I would say that's amazing. So you're a mom, clearly we can see your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so how was it transferring into probably a salary or salary plus commission style job into real estate and fully being dependent on that commission while running a family? Well, I, I had to take some things into concept and have a backup plan before I left my job, some money on reserve. Um, it's actually 
you know, honestly, in that 401k that I had in the 16 years, and it's stuff that I can pay back eventually, but enough that I could not sell anything for over an entire year and still be able to pay the bills. So okay. I that was that- really smart. <laughs> That's super <laughs> smart. You were clearly on time, financially stable. Okay. So you are not like the rest of us moms who are a complete shit show all the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good for you. So tell me more about that then. So when you you had all this in savings, so you, you made it so that if you didn't start earning income for a few months, you would be okay. How'd that work out for you? It's worked out really great. Um, I try, my financial advisor within my 401k has told me, you know, at the beginning, he said, Liz, do not pull everything out. He gave me some really sound financial advice. Like, don't pull everything out at once. If you make, you know, $10,000 in a month, put some of that away. Do not go be a big spender. So really kind of taking that into, because he is also a, someone who works off of commission as well. And he said, sometimes he would have months where he would work, you know, earn $10,000, $20,000. And then he'd have three months where he would earn nothing. Right. And so really being able to have that in mind to back that up. No, that's really, really smart. I mean, so taking stress off of the financials and really being able to focus on the family and the the business aspect of it without the anxiety of having that financial issue was a huge relief. So is your financial advisor local? He is. He's in Canton. So would you be willing, um, if I, when we post this podcast, if I can post a link to his page, since he's doing a great job for you, we can do a shout out to his business. Yeah, absolutely. That would be awesome. I'm sure some people are like, I need that check, please. (laughs) (laughs) So what did you do, um, with your daughter? Now, before we started this podcast, you and I had a little conversation about what your husband does. So tell me a little bit about his role in supporting your family and your business and how you've been able to manage a family and kids during this process. Yeah. So he is working third shift at Amazon right now in the warehouse. Previously, he worked at an electrical supply company for 10 years, uh, but they didn't supply insurance for the entire family. So this move not only helped us as far as schedule wise, but it also helped with benefits because benefits outside of a corporate world where I had been for so long and carrying benefits for my family, it it was, that was a big shock. So him working at Amazon was great. He works third shift. So he gets home about five 15 in the morning and he goes straight to bed. He's sleeping in the back room right now. Nice. (laughs) Um, And he gets up about one o'clock and normally when she's in school, she'll be in first grade this year. He will get up, he'll get himself ready, drink all the coffee. And then he gets to go and line up. He goes and sits there for like 45 minutes to an hour before school lets out. So he can be the first one in line to get her. Oh, he's one of those. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Good for him. I mean, that's good. So he goes and he waits for, he picks her up. Then what? And then he has the energy to be able to play with her because he doesn't go, he goes into work at um, 630, but he leaves here at six even though we're only a few minutes away. Um, But he has the energy now to be able to play with her where in his job that he had worked previously for 10 years, he would come home and he would be tired and he'd want to zone out. But now with that, you know, he's got that energy to be able to play with her. She's got all the energy of a six-year-old. And so they get that time. We have family dinner time together every night. 
So, and he gets three days off a week with the position he's working right now too. Nice. Okay. So that, that is, that's good time. So what do you do? Let's just say you had to do a showing at 7 PM. What would you do? I did a showing at 7 PM last night, actually. Did you? I, I did. I took, I took her with me. She did you? is a realtor in training and that's what she wants to be when she grows up. She sees what mom does and she absolutely loves it. She sees that I love what I do and it's something that she wants to aspire to be. So do your clients, so this is kind of more going into your business side, but do you work primarily with sphere related business people that, you know, through referrals or are, is this a lot of like transactional cold calling type of business? I mostly work with sphere and referrals. So okay. I get a lot of referrals through my friends and family or even acquaintances. So I've gotten referrals from people that I work with in the call center, uh, people who their the parents, you know, they went, her, the kids went to preschool with her and the parents recommended somebody to me. Okay. I've had okay. clients that way. Uh, really just all referrals. And there's only been, I think, one client I got from some opportunity time on the floor in my, in my brokerage. And one I got from a referral from another agent from a different office. Okay. Where she, we made friends at an event and her stepbrother was purchasing a home in the area and she lived about two hours away. So I helped him okay. find a home as well. So do you feel like um, it's easier when you need to bring your daughter with you? to work, you know, because you work with people that, you know, it's a referral, it's um, more trust-based relationships, or do you think that regardless, you wouldn't have a problem with it? Like regardless of how you met the client or who you're working with, bringing your children along or bringing your daughter along, um, wouldn't be a problem. What do you think? It's definitely trust-based. Um, if I know the person personally, then I will sooner. But if otherwise, you know, if I've gone out, maybe shown six houses or something to them, I might say, Hey, I'm going to bring my, my daughter with me. It's not something that I would bring her out to and put her into a situation right away. Mm -hmm. I do have a great support system in the area. My sister lives next door to me. My parents live about a mile and a half from me. And my in-laws just live a couple cities over as well. Wow. Great support system. Awesome. So if you ever needed to drop her off at a family member's house or have someone come over to your house, you absolutely could. Yeah. Okay. You've got the most ideal situation so far. <laughs> I mean, I have yet to talk to someone who's got this like awesome ideal situation. So I, let She's me jump. She's a good kid Two People like, I mean, they're always like, we would be willing to watch her. And then even yesterday she had a play date with a friend and I was able to go and get my hair cut. And then in the evening, it was kind of like a swap of the moms. Her mom had a doctor's appointment, the other little girl. Mm -hmm. And so I watched the girls and then they were over here until it was time. She picked her up and I went to go do the showing. Okay. That's super, super nice. I mean, and convenient. So, well, I guess I, you know, I want to go a different direction because um, we've talked about all these amazing things. It sounds like you've got a very ideal situation. You've run a really good business. You have great support with your husband and you know, you've got your daughter. So tell me about a time that maybe you felt lowest or that you were really struggling. Can you think of something like that over the last year and few months? I think really, I mean, I, I had a really hard time. There was a situation with an appraisal that didn't come in and I was questioned of how was I allowed to even price the house at what I actually did. And so appraisals can be tough. So I really had to give myself grace with that. Um, 
and just kind of like sit back. I spoke with my office manager and, you know, just really kind of found a way to work around everything. And in the end, the deal happened. Okay. Um, you know, we gave a little bit and, you know, moved a couple of things around and we figured it out and made that happen. But that was really tough for me. Um, I always try to look on the bright side of everything, but a low appraisal and, you know, some upset sellers that I personally knew that was a really hard situation for me, especially running my business and thinking, you know, did I, did I do it wrong? Did I right. mess this up? It's so hard. it wasn't necessarily that the house didn't appraise because that happens a lot when you get appraisal issues and we all run into appraisal issues, but it sounds like what you're saying is the hard part for for you was that it made you question your job that you did something wrong or that you didn't do something right, or that you potentially let your clients down. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. I can imagine that would, that took a, a hit to the pride, especially for, you know, when you are like browsing or, or just going through like a train through a wall and you're building this business and you're doing so great. And then you have a moment where you're questioning yourself. I can imagine that was extremely difficult. It was. So tell me about a time where you felt your absolute best as a realtor mom. So I'll tell you this as a mom. I mean, I love other moms. I love, I love little kids. You know, they're just so great. Just so exploratory. So I had this couple who they're first time home buyers and they have a little girl and she was, I think eight months old, eight or nine oh, months wow. old. Is really little, big. little. And yeah. And they're pregnant with twins. So, you know, you talk about an, you know, Irish twins where they're, you know, have them, well, they're about to have Irish triplets. Right. And we went through so much, you know, I tried to make sure to find a house, get it in the contract because they were going to be bringing the babies into this new home. So we needed to find something good for them. They didn't have a high budget. They actually apologized to me because their budget wasn't high enough. And I said, it's fine. We'll find you something. So we found them a house. We negotiated well and got them into contract. We came in for the inspection and the hot water tank had, it didn't have the, the pipe that comes down to release the release pipe. Oh yes. The release valve. Gotcha. Yes. So it didn't have the pipe coming off of that release valve and it actually blew the hot water knob off of the sink on the main floor. And it was raining inside the house when we came in for the inspection. Oh my gosh. So, so we, they, we got that handled. We stayed in contract. The seller had surf pro come out and fix everything. And then we moved forward. Then we had issues with the lender. Um, and I went to bat for my buyers and worked through that. And the best moment I had was when I got to hand them their keys. I oh. cried. I'm still about to cry oh. talking about it. <laughs> I absolutely amazing. loved it. Are you still in contact with them today? I am. They had their twins a little bit early, um, but I get to see pictures of all the babies in the house. She actually worked in the call centers with me, so I knew her very well. Um, but, you know, being able to follow up with them, I was, I got them a home warranty paid by the seller, and they actually had one issue with plumbing afterwards and reached out to me and I reminded them about that warranty and got that covered for them as well. That's amazing. Such a good story. And thank goodness that there's companies like SurfPro out there that do what they do. Because I mean, if, if, if you listeners don't know, SurfPro, they come in when you have a flood in the house and they dry out the house, they prevent mold, they help you, you know, just do all of that. So, I mean, that's amazing. But 
Wow. What a great feeling. How long ago was that? That was, I think that was in January or February. Okay. It was just a couple months ago because um, the babies are still pretty little. Yeah, uh, that's amazing. Yeah. I have two little, I have Irish twins too, technically. Okay. So I've got very, very small little ones, two and 10 months now. So <laughs> I, I get it it's a lot, but yeah. Irish triplets is even more. So, wow. I mean, that that I'm sure that felt amazing. And I'm sure that they appreciated with gratitude your probably ease of handling a situation. You seem like a very calm, cool, and collected person. So in a situation where you feel like the roof is falling in on you, you probably handled it with a lot of class, a lot of grace, and really carried them through those emotional times. And that's what we're here for. So I'm sure that was very rewarding. (laughs) Thank you. So um, we talked about a lot today. um, And I guess the last thing that I wanted to ask you, you know, before we wrap up this show is what advice would you give to other realtors who are also moms, but so realtor moms coming into the business, brand new into the business, what, what one bit of advice would you give them? I would say, keep a great schedule. I have a calendar on my wall, dry erase. I have my planner and I have a full board of buyers and sellers that I'm working with, with potential dates and where they are in the transactions. And then give yourself grace. Nobody is perfect. Mm -hmm. We all you know, have to figure this out as we go, motherhood and real estate. Right. (laughs) And then I would say, just make sure that you make time, think about things. So if you say, well, I need to do this. Is it a task you can do right now? Do it. Is it something that can wait and you can spend time with your families? Wait, right. Spend time with your family. That's really important. That's really good. And you know what? Um, I'm surveying all of the podcasts that I've done and the most common advice that I get back when I ask this question is give yourself grace. It's a very common theme, like literally verbatim, give yourself some grace, like seriously. And that's just such good advice and time management. You're right. Calendar management and time management. That's excellent advice. So thank you so much for joining us on this show today. If anybody wanted to reach out to you um, outside of the show and have a a conversation with you, how would they get hold of you? They can call me 330-730-4555, or you can text me at that number or email me at listedwithliz101 at gmail.com. Perfect. And you're on social media too, right? So they can find you Liz Adair Torres on social media, connect with her that way. Thank you so much, Liz. You guys stay tuned for next, next week's episode. It's going to be awesome. Um, I don't know if we're going to hit today's today's was an awesome episode, but we are going to have a great week next week. So see you all then. Hey mamas. Thanks for tuning in to confessions of a wife, mom, and realtor. If you like today's confession, make sure you subscribe to hear more juicy stories from other realtor moms like you. See you next week.